Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And on today's episode, we are going to talk all about the Cybertruck. Now, I do need to let you know that this show was written with a large degree of speculation. And we'll likely find out on Thursday that everything that we're talking about today will be wrong. So that's my first disclaimer. My second disclaimer is when I initially thought about doing this podcast, I was like, oh, this will be like a short, like 15, 20 minute episode. I'll play some clips from the original, you know, uh, uh, Cybertruck event. And, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the production or the, some of the challenges and then, then they will be done. Well, um, I initially had over 23 pages of notes. And if you are curious, a typical show that uh, takes me about 20 minutes to do has roughly five to seven pages of notes, depending um, on, on, you know, the episode. I had 23. So I shortened it significantly, and then I added more to it, and I shortened it again. So what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, while I have tried to reorganize everything so that it makes sense, I might be uh, back and forth on a couple of things. I tried very hard, but if you know me, you know I do not have a well-organized mind. My mind is chaos, and that is how I organize most things. It's organized chaos. And it's not even that, it's chaos, chaos, if you ask my wife. So, having said all of that, we have, how many pages? We have 14 pages of notes to go through today. So again, I'm going to try and stay very organized. So let's start with November 21st, 2019. Welcome to the Cybertruck Unveil. Elon took the stage to a very excited and hyped up crowd. Now, this is 2019. This is pre-pandemic. This is pre-Elon damaging his reputation with a lot of people. So the vibe back then, the vibe around Elon, the vibe around Tesla was completely different than it is now. And that, that isn't to throw shade at Elon or Tesla. It's just a fact that it's very different from 2019 to November 
30th, 2023, which is when Tesla will finally deliver those first Cybertrucks. In those four years and nine days since the announcement, Elon has made very grand and also vague statements about the Cybertruck, which should not be a surprise to anyone. But as we get closer and closer to the Cybertruck deliveries, we still don't know what the final specs are going to be, what the cost, what the size of the truck is going to be. We have some ideas, but Tesla has not released anything official. And with any luck, (laughs) Tesla will announce it at the delivery event. You think they would, but I've had my heart broken before, and we might see no information about the Cybertruck, and they just might deliver it to 10 of their best investors and move on. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to get some information. But yeah, I mean, at at this point, we're kind of late in the game to be finding out final specs and things like that, which seems weird that we don't know that stuff yet. But we do know that... Tesla has been testing the Cybertruck across multiple cities. A few weeks ago, listener and Patreon supporter Chip sent me some photos of a Cybertruck charging nearby where he lived in Florida or lives in Florida, which is awesome. Uh, I really appreciate that. It was fun to see the videos and it was actually fun to know somebody in the wild that had seen one. Most recently, Tesla started displaying the Cybertruck in U.S. showrooms. Now, at the moment... Uh, It's not here in Arizona, but as soon as we get one here in Arizona, I'm definitely going to go check it out. Uh, We also saw, you know, videos of Cybertruck driving into the Gulf of Mexico um, because Tesla says that it'll float. And in calm seas, you know, you could drive it into the ocean. I would not recommend doing this for a lot of different reasons, but the biggest one is you or a first responder who has to come out to the water to save you uh, could get hurt. And we don't want that to happen. Let's go ahead and jump into our first clip where Elon really unveils and explains the Cybertruck. So the, the functionality I'm going to describe is within a space that is less than the most popular pickup truck in the United States, the F-150. So we didn't cheat in either width, height, or length. And we're able to achieve much greater capability in the same same dimensions, same weight. Yeah. The, the, the fundamental design change, uh, we moved the mass to the outside. We created an exoskeleton. So normally the way that a truck is designed, you have a body on frame, you have a bed on frame, and the, the, the body and the bed don't do anything useful. They're, they're carried like cargo, like a sack of potatoes. It, it was the way that aircraft used to be designed, the, it, when they had biplanes, basically. The, the key to creating an effective monoplane was a stressed skin design. You, you move the stress to the outside skin. It allows you to do the things that you can't do with a body on a frame. So we're able to make the, the skin out of uh, thick, just ultra-hard stainless steel. It's really hard. <laughs> and that's going to be a theme. It's really hard. That is a absolute theme that goes throughout 
not only this unveil event, but throughout the last four years. Elon is going to talk about how hard it is to build this vehicle. Before we get back into the clips here, I, I do want to talk a little bit about, you know, the exoskeleton, body on frame, unibody, and just kind of go into what that actually is. So he talked about body on frame, which is a typical way of building pickup trucks and other vehicles, right? So the body sits on the frame. The body is like your skin and the frame is like your skeleton, whereas the exoskeleton is like a turtle, like the soft parts are on the inside, but the hard part is on the outside. So with any luck, that very poor example gives you a puts us all on the same page when we're going through this because you know this is an audio podcast you can't see anything it's you're you're left to me to poorly describe it to you so hopefully that that helps so the body on frame um let's talk about the safety aspect first so usually with typical cars in a car accident when that car is struck, whether it's straight, striking a stationary object or it's striking another vehicle, another moving vehicle, it doesn't really matter. The body is designed to transfer that energy of that accident around the cabin so as much as possible so that the, the passengers inside that cabin are safe and it reduces injury and it reduces death. Um, but that requires crumple zones that requires the vehicle to, to crumple and, um, in certain areas to absorb that energy and push that energy around the cab. So here's what I'm curious about when it comes to the Cybertruck is the Cybertruck is this unibody where the outside stainless steel panels and whatever's you know holding those panels together, the the frame, that all works together to provide strength to the overall structure of the truck. So how will this react in an accident? Um, I mean, time's going to tell. Somebody's going to get into an accident, but I'm curious as to how the energy is going to get transferred around the cab and away from the passengers. Like you can't get around all of the energy getting transferred uh, outside the cab or around the cab, but how will the Cybertruck perform? I suspect that it's going to perform really well because Tesla has a reputation for getting really high IIHS ratings and, you know, name the insurance rating in your country or region. But I'm curious, uh, how it actually works. And then the other thing, I have a little small, it's not a concern, but a slight worry about is will, you know, firefighters extrication equipment, the, the spreaders and the cutters and um, our RAM equipment, is that extrication equipment going to be effective when using it on the Cybertruck? And if anybody from Tesla is listening, like, I don't know, Elon, that'd be great if you listened. If you're listening and you want to donate a Cybertruck to my department to cut up, just send me an email. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. However, I feel real confident nobody's going to do that. So let's go ahead and jump into our next clip. And in this clip, 
Elon's going to talk about how strong the panels are, the, the cold rolled 30X 301 series stainless steel panels are. And when we come out of this clip, we're going to talk about that. And just kind of as a point of reference, if you've seen this video before, whether you saw it a couple of weeks ago or you watched it in 2019, this is the part in the presentation where Franz von Holzhausen was hitting the Cybertruck with a sledgehammer. We're going to skip past the part where he throws a ball and breaks the window, the Tesla metal glass or whatever they called it. Um, we're going to skip past that part. So we're just talking about, at this moment, we're just talking about the, the panels on the Cybertruck and how strong they are. So the thing about like, a truck, you want, to, you want a truck that's tough? You want a truck that's really tough, not big tough? A truck can take a sledgehammer too. A truck that won't scratch, doesn't bend. What else can we do with this truck? What if we, what if we shot it? Let's, let's, let's shoot it. Okay, OSHA, okay, come on. <laughs> so the, that's a nine millimeter bullet shot at the door. Shoot it. <laughs> We're in California, unfortunately. <laughs> but the nine millimeter, it's, it is it is literally bulletproof to a nine millimeter uh, handgun. That's how strong the skin is. So it's it's, it's ultra hard, cold rolled uh, stainless steel alloy that we've developed. We're going to be using the same alloy in, in the Starship rocket. And in the cyber truck. So how do we make a truck that is not only bulletproof for a nine millimeter, but is also arrowproof, as Joe Rogan proved? Um, well, first we got to start with the metal, the steel, the stainless steel. And this is Tesla's reportedly getting this stainless steel from a Finnish company, and they're using 301 series 30x cold rolled stainless steel. Now the 30. Uh, X, the X part is, we assume, or people smarter than me assume, is uh, for our X, SpaceX. So it's their own specific alloy that they're using for SpaceX. And the company that Tesla is reportedly getting this from, it's not confirmed, is Autokumpa, which is a Helsinki-based company. And I almost certainly said their name wrong, but they are Europe's largest producer of stainless steel. And as it happens, the company has a plant in Calvert, Alabama, which is, you know, and in, in, in all things considered, not that far away from Giga, Texas. Now that we have our stainless steel supplier, the next step is actually shaping the panels for for the vehicle. So this is specifically about the exoskeleton. We're not talking about anything else in the car right now. According to Elon, shaping these panels is extremely difficult. Elon even mentioned that some of the stamping machines that they use broke under the strength of that stainless steel. So extraordinarily difficult to bend. And for the prototype of the Cybertruck, they actually had to deeply score one side of the stainless steel. It's three millimeter stainless steel. They had to deeply score that one side so that they were able to bend it and shape it, which is why the Cybertruck 
has its very unique shape. It's because it's so hard to bend those panels and to shape them. So the design of the Cybertruck is kind of out of necessity because it's not like they can take the same stainless steel material and build a Model Y because it, it, it's just not easy to shape. But there is an advantage because that the way that the Cybertruck is shaped and the way that it's designed with that exoskeleton, that triangular planar design actually gives the Cybertruck strength. So it's, it's, it's multi-purpose in terms of the way that it looks. Yes, to some, and to me a little bit, it's ugly, but it's like it's your baby, right? You're, if you have an ugly baby, you love your baby and you think it's beautiful no matter what, even though it's pretty ugly. Cybertruck's pretty ugly. It's an ugly baby. There's also another advantage to using stainless steel, and that is that the... The you don't have to paint it because it's really hard to paint stainless steel apparently. So you don't you if you have a stainless steel vehicle you don't have to paint it because it's hard to do. It looks nice when it's not painted. Sandy Monroe said that every nick and scratch and you know all of the damage that's going to occur to a Cybertruck is going to be like a badge of honor. Ryan McCaffrey of the uh, unofficial Tesla podcast has said in the past that he had a DeLorean and, you, you know, there are ways to get the scratches out of stainless steel. But going back to that advantage is they don't have to spend money on a paint shop. They don't have to spend money on a paint. They don't have to spend time on paint. And yeah, you know, maybe they'll wrap it. I would love a banana yellow Cybertruck. That'd be awesome. But the biggest advantage is that takes out one more step. And it's a big step, the paint shop, and, and an expensive one as well. And in terms of production, obviously it's going to be very difficult to produce the Cybertruck, not only because of the the panels that they need to form with this you know, really hard, cold, rolled stainless steel or strong. They also have a lot of new technology in the Cybertruck as well. So... It, you know, production is going to be difficult, but there is a silver lining. Uh, at the time in 2019, all three trims of the Cybertruck were mostly made up of the same parts with very little variation. This helps reduce comp complications at the production level. It reduces variation, which increases build quality, and the exoskeleton unibody is unusual but it's simple. It has simple lines, which again, we said was, you know, partly due to necessity, right? Um, the exoskeleton Newton body design that Tesla is using will actually have less parts than the typical body on frame pickup truck that you would, you know, the F-150s, the Chevy Silverados, the Sierras, that, that kind of thing. It's going to have less parts, which decreases complications, decreases costs. Overall, it, you know, it's a good thing. I, I do think I mentioned this in the beginning. The downside of this kind of a frame is that you don't get much flex and it's a lot more expensive up front in terms of production, but overall it ends up saving you money. So we're going to kind of wrap this section up here in that and just saying that the design of the Cybertruck is partly by necessity. 
it's ne- you know necessary to have that design because it's hard to form this stainless steel. It's also an aerodynamic design. It provides more inter- interior and bed storage and space by having the exoskeleton design. All right, let's move on to one of my favorite features of the Cybertruck, which is the adaptive air suspension. The in addition, the car has an adaptive uh, air suspension. It's literally a brilliant, yeah, adaptive air suspension. So this will come standard on all the cars. I think this is actually a very important uh, design element um, because if you have a, a if, 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 every, if every truck has the ability to adjust the ride height, so you can go very low or very high, so you can be efficient on the highway and you can, you can also go off-roading, um, it's going to have a, the highest clearance of any, any production truck. So we have a, a, a about a 16-inch clearance, um, and uh, you can adjust this on the fly. So it's adaptive damping and, and adaptive uh, ride, ride height. These, these are actually extremely important for a truck. Because trucks, when you can only drive, they're either too cushy or they're, they're too hard. Um, you need to be able to adjust dynamically depending upon what the load is. If you've got a lot of people on board, if you've got a full bed in the, in the back, it's got to adjust accordingly. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So he said here that it was standard on all trims. My understanding was only un, it was only available on the dual motor and the tri motor initially, but I I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that when I bought mine, I ended up going with the dual motor specifically because I wanted the air ride, but I don't know. Memories are are very faulty. <laughs> so 
in terms of the air ride suspension, it provides a a better ride, a more consistent ride. You know, however you're using the vehicle, it has kneeling capabilities, so you can lower the bed of the truck more easily to load the back of the truck or unload the back of the truck with whatever you, you know whatever your goods are if you're driving a cyber truck it's easier to get the cyber truck in and out and then you can drop the truck down so kids or older folks or folks with mobility issues can more easily get into the vehicle which is a real benefit now as cool as this feature is it remains to be seen whether or not Tesla is going to still provide the adaptive air suspension on all of the uh, Cybertruck models. And while we're here, let's have a chat about the three trims or the three models of Cybertruck. And I'm going to give you all of this information as 2020 or 2019 information, not 2023 information. So in 2019, we had the single motor rear wheel drive, 250 plus miles of range, zero to 60 in 6.5 seconds, top speed of 110 miles per hour, 400 horsepower, which is immediate horsepower. So combustion engines, it takes a little bit of time for it to ramp up to get that full 400 horses. With electric vehicles, you're going to get that pretty much immediately. Uh, It'll tow 7,500 pounds and it will start at $39,900. Seems pretty far-fetched, right? Um, In terms of towing, I want to talk about that real quick. Sorry, I had to switch to paper because everything was just absolutely crazy in terms of my notes. So you're going to hear some paper shuffling around here. Uh, Let's see. Tesla says that it's going to be up to... In 2019, they said it was going to be up to 3,500 pounds of payload, which is what you could carry in the back of the vehicle. And then it would be up to 14,000 pounds of towing. Now, in 2023, today, Elon and Tesla have come out and they've said that the payload will be 2,500 pounds, 1,000 pounds less. And the towing will be 11,000 pounds of towing. We don't know if this will just be the initial version or if this is going to be for all of the versions. Like the max is going to be 2,500 pounds and the the, uh, towing is going to be 11,000 pounds. We we don't know. But I, I just wanted to point that out because it is different than what Tesla said it would be. All right, let's move on to the dual motor. 300 plus miles, 0 to 60 in 4.5 seconds, 600 horsepower, top speed of 120 miles an hour, 10,000 pounds of towing, and will start at $49,900, which is insane and would have been a dream. (laughs) That was true. And I'm going to be real angry if they actually do start at that price. Next up, we have the tri-motor, which is 500 plus miles, 0 to 60 in 2.9 seconds. They're calling that, or at least Elon said, that that would be under beast mode for uh, for the Cybertruck. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast and said that. 800 horsepower, top speed of 130 miles, towing 14,000 pounds, which, you know, we'll see. And it'll start at $70,000, which is still really cheap for a vehicle that can go zero to 16, 2.9 seconds and have 500 miles of range. 
Now, as far as features, all three of the vehicles will come with an automatic bed cover. In the um, in the video, the sides of the Cybertruck opened up so you can reach inside and grab things without having to open up the bed cover. I don't know if that made it into the final version. It's 100 cubic feet in the vault, and the vehicle will be capable of charging 250 kilowatts of DC fast charging. I would imagine that this is going to be much higher in reality. Uh, 110 and 120 volt or 220 volt onboard outlets. Uh, so you can have your own uh, generator. It's got an onboard compressor. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. And depending on the configuration, it's going to weigh between six and 7,000 pounds. The Hummer EV weighs between 9,000 and 10,000 pounds, depending on how it's configured. So uh, quite a bit lighter than the um, than the Hummer, and it's right around the the same weight as the F one fifty Lightning, which is between six thousand and seven thousand pounds, depending on the configuration. So, yeah, not 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 too heavy in terms, you know, of EVs. Um, oh, at the event, they talked about their metal glass or Tesla metal glass. I can't remember what they called it. It's the, it's the glass that fractured as Franz threw a metal ball at it. Uh, we'll see if that actually comes to the production version of the vehicles. Elon mentioned on Joe Rogan's podcast that it will have regular gla- glass standard. Now, I don't know if that means regular glass is that Tesla metal glass or regular glass is just whatever you get on your Model 3 or whatever. But there is an option for bulletproof glass. But if you get that option, you can't roll down your windows. So, you know, choose that option carefully if you're ordering your Cybertruck. Before we go, I do want to talk about production just a little bit here. Um, We mentioned that Tesla is using the Gigapress from Hydra. Hydra has gigapresses in the size of five, six, eight, and nine tons. Anything below, I think, four tons is considered a megapress. I'm not sure if this is an official naming convention. Uh, gigapresses, I think, came from their you know partnerships or not their specific partnerships, but partnerships with Tesla because Tesla you know loves to do the giga and the mega stuff. But I want to talk a little bit about what these presses do as it pertains to uh, the vehicles themselves, right? So in this situation, we're going to talk about megapress and, and, or gigapresses. It's, they, the, it pertains to reducing parts, uh, not so much to bending the exoskeleton for the Cybertruck. So Elon tells a story on Monroe Live about engineers trying to figure out the right materials for a specific purpose or a specific part. And the problem was that each engineer was trying to solve for that one specific part that they're responsible for. And in their one little world, their answer was the right one. For that individual part, the, the what they came up with was the right answer. However, when you brought all of those parts together, those materials may not work very well for a variety of reasons. Um, Elon mentioned that sealing gaps was a nightmare. Um, so these gigapresses or megapresses, 
they allow for single casting, which solves a lot of those problems. And when Tesla went on the Model 3 and did a single casting of the rear, they were able to reduce the size of their body shop by 30%. So they went from 1,000 robots down to 300 robots. The Model Y, I think in Texas, has front and rear casting. I'm not sure if all of the factories do this that build the Model Y, but definitely the one in Texas. The reason why I'm telling you this is because I, I think this information is neat, and it does give us some insight onto, into how the Cybertruck is going to be built. And, you know, I, I these conversations, I'm sure Elon will, will say more about this after the Cybertruck is announced, but these conversations about how they're they're doing the Model Y with the front cast and the rear cast, Sandy Monroe actually asked Elon, why not just do a single cast? So you do the front, rear, you have the middle, you fuse it all together. And Elon said that that Tesla planned to do a structural battery pack. Now, I don't know if this was before this was officially uh, announced or not, but effectively the the structural battery plant pack allows for the front casting and the rear casting to attach to the battery pack, and all of that provides strength. So the cells uh, help provide structure along with that bonding foam that works as an adhesive and a fire retardant. If you haven't seen this stuff, it is it is very difficult uh, to get cells out of this foam. If you are interested, go watch Sandy Monroe's uh, uh, episode on when they broke open the Model uh, Y from Texas. It was really difficult to get that that the cells out of that foam. But if you if you don't want to go and watch that, try peeling a sticker off that leaves a residue on anything. That's how hard it is to get the 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 cells out of this adhesive fire retardant foam just that little adhesive that's on whatever you don't want it to be on and you can't get it off that, that, that just keep, you know, keep that in the back of your head. So I'm going to wrap this up with a few more interesting facts here. Um, let me find the page. I mentioned before Elon was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he mentioned, he said, Elon said that in order to make a vehicle affordable, you need to consistently make each part at scale and then assemble them in an efficient manner. We mentioned about how difficult it is to shape the panels for the Cybertruck. But in addition to that, to, you know, to that uh, new manufacturing uh, obstacle that Tesla created for itself, it's also got a lot of new technology in it. And production only moves as fast as its slowest part. So if you have one part that costs three cents that needs to be in every Cybertruck and Tesla cannot get that part, production is going to come to a screeching halt, despite the fact that this part only costs three cents. And as far as uh, how difficult it is or isn't to to form stainless steel, stampingsimulations.com does have some criticism and they say that it's not as hard as Tesla is making it sound. Since I have little to no knowledge in this domain, I'm just going to trust what Tesla is saying and uh, point you to the article in stampingsimulation.com. And I'll put that link in the show notes if you're curious to know about that. Almost done here. One other positive 
thing about using that stainless steel for the Cybertruck is that it can be fully recycled when the Cybertruck has hit end of life. So that's that's a good thing. Now that leaves us with the actual Cybertruck event, which will be held on November 30th, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tesla is going to stream this on YouTube and X. We'll see how that goes. They're only planning on delivering 10 Cybertrucks at that event. And yeah, I am super excited about the Cybertruck event. I, I cannot wait. I can't wait to see what Tesla has is finally putting out and w- at what price. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm kind of hoping that it's really expensive and I don't feel bad about buying a Model Y. Um, but that's just me. All right, everybody, that is it for me. I will talk to you again on Cyber Thursday. I hope you all have a wonderful week. And yeah, send me an email. Give me your thoughts about the Cybertruck, whether it's before or after the event. Uh, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. And I will talk to you on Thursday. Thursday.